Welcome to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. We are delighted that you are here because this is for you. We do this to help you find and live your purpose, the good purpose that's uniquely yours. Because when you find it, everything starts to just fall into place. You're happier, you're more peaceful, you have better relationships with good people. It is remarkable what happens when you are living in the sweet middle of your purpose, the purpose that you've been perfectly matched to live. The great news is you're in the right place to find it. So let's get started. Hey, Jenny, you know, we haven't talked about success in a while. And I think it's really important that we talk about real, real, authentic, genuine success. And uh, and I, I think we should also talk about the hype and smoke and mirrors that are out there uh, that offered by the world uh, that is the counterfeit of success. What are your thoughts on this? Well, and I think it's really interesting, Rhonda, because I think about something like a moment in time when we experience a really happy moment. Like I can think about, you know, I don't know how many years, five or eight years ago, we had a surprise party for for a friend of mine and she wasn't expecting it. There was about 10 or 12 people there. It wasn't huge. And she walks in the door and she just had this... This moment of just, she was so excited. She was so surprised. She was so happy. And I'm thinking about that moment, you know, when she walked in the door and those moments are so wonderful when we feel that joy and we feel that excitement and we feel that. And it's interesting because life is really hard and we don't have moments like that all the time and i think sometimes we sort of chase this emotion of i want to feel happy i want to feel excited i want to feel like you know i'm important and the person who has a surprise party is the important person for that evening or that afternoon or whatever but i think there's a lot of when it comes to even success i gave the example of the the party because people understand what that feels like you know, I was so happy and I felt honored and I, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt. And I think, Rhonda, there's a direct connection between how we feel in our lives as it relates to success. I think sometimes we chase a feeling. You know, I want to feel like my neighbors do because they're successful. Or I want to feel like someone I'm following on social media because I can see how successful they are. So we begin this chase process, this chase of an emotion. I'm going to be happy if I have this, I'm going to. So we start this, this chase. And I think it's very dangerous, particularly as it relates to success. At what cost will I chase the feeling to feel successful? Ooh. Oh, Jenny, that is so rich. Uh, I think we could, uh, I think we could unpack that for days because I'm thinking about the people who take a job that's an hour away from home because it's going to be more money 
and it's going to let us buy that house we really want. And, you know, and it's, and it's going to let us buy that car and it's going to let us do all these things. So, so what do we do? We take a job that's an hour away from home. So we're an hour drive there. We're an hour drive back. So that's two hours that we maybe previously spent with our family at our home, hopefully peacefully, you know, not in traffic. I mean, I'm from Southern California. So, you know, an, an hour commute into Los Angeles is a very common thing where I'm from. And people go there because you're going to make, you know, probably at least 20% more than you would out in the burbs where I was from. And so people would do that. And, and they're still doing that. But think of it. I mean, you're, you're stressed. Like, and, and I think, I think when you're young, you don't realize the, the, the stress you become accustomed to sitting in traffic and it's, it's not that big of a deal, but, but it really is a big deal. And we've talked about the body keeps the score and how all of that stress, it's in there, it's in there, and eventually it takes a toll. And unfortunately, it not only takes a toll physically, but emotionally on our relationships, because, you know, now instead of being home at uh, 5.15, now we're not home till 7 o'clock or 7.15 at night, almost time for the littles to, you know, take a bath and go to bed. And so what, when you said, you know, at what cost, ooh, at the cost of our health, at the cost of our um, emotional health, at the cost of our family relationships, forget the wear and tear on the car and the tires and, you know, and all that stuff, which a lot of people don't even consider, but it, that's all in there too. All right. So if you're making 20,000 more a year gross, and then you give the government 30 to 40% of that. Okay. So now what are you really making? And you're going to have repairs on the car and you're going to have to replace the tires on the car. And, you know, and now you need to go have a massage every couple of weeks because you're all tensed up because you're in traffic. And right. I mean, the 20,000 extra that you were so excited about making every year becomes what really? Right. So we've talked about two chases. Am I chasing an emotion to have a feeling? you know, about my success. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have the corner office and everybody's going to answer me. It's, and I feel good when I'm like that, we chase the money. Okay. Sometimes I think in success, we chase the title. We chase the title. And sometimes, you know, um, I've held different leadership positions. I think sometimes we believe that we, I'm not saying that people shouldn't take leadership positions and higher positions, but we also need to look at whether or not that is really the plan for our lives. And have we talked to God and God's opened the door in his way? Because some people will be called to be promoted and other people just 
chase the title because they think that the corner office with that becomes more responsibility, with that becomes more meetings, with that becomes more conflict or solving conflict within the within the business or whatever it is, you know, and I guess what we're trying to encourage people to do is, you know, what am I chasing? Because you and I know, and we're going to talk about what is the sauce to success? What is the secret sauce? But, you know, are we chasing a title? Because that can be very dangerous. You know, I want my name on the door. Why do you want your name on the door? Look at it and examine the emotions and the cost, the money and all of that. Is it worth it to have your name on the door? And we're not suggesting people shouldn't have their name on the door, but we want people to be flowing in the purpose for which God has created them. And sometimes it's not that, you know, so I think we chase emotions. We chase, you know, to have this feeling I'm in charge or we chase the money and we may be chasing a title and that can be dangerous. Oh, it's absolutely dangerous because it's a complete distraction to God's purpose for our lives. Uh, Now, for a very small percentage of the seven and a half billion people on earth, that is, that's that's the call on their lives. Maybe they're supposed to be these amazing business moguls. Maybe they're supposed to be influencers on Instagram. And maybe they're supposed to, whatever. Whatever the call is, that's fine. But it reminds me so much of young people who, again, I'm from Southern California. I would hear it. I would see it my whole entire life. Young people who would somehow hitchhike, take the bus, uh, somehow or other, get to Hollywood. I call it Hollyweird. Because they're going to be the next Tom Cruise. They just know that they're going to make it. And all they have to do is just get to Hollywood. And somebody is going to discover their immense talent. And they are going to rise to the top. Okay, You know, a teeny weeny itty bitty percentage of people actually get to the point of Mark Wahlberg making whatever it is he makes per, you know, $10 million per movie. Maybe he makes more than that. I don't know. But it's such a itty bitty percentage. Okay. It's an itty bitty percentage of people who wind up in that corner office or who wind up with half a million Twitter followers or Instagram followers or whatever it is. It's a very small percentage of people who fly in a Gulf stream and drive a Lamborghini. And what's what I find, I mean, funny in a way, but really tragic are the people who want that more than they want their purpose. Yes. But they think that's their purpose. To it to me, it's the lure of glitter. It's not gold. It's not it's not truly valuable. It's it's a complete facade. And I'll tell you how I know it's a complete facade, Jenny, because I lived in this gorgeous gated community in Southern California overlooking the ocean. And, um, and I saw a tow truck taking a very, very pricey car 
out the gate, not coming in the gate, out the gate. I'm coming through the gate and I knew the gal at the gate and, and I would always stop and chitty chat chat with her. And she said, did you see that? And I said, yeah, like, I don't know. I think they're taking their la la fancy la la car to, you know, get it repaired. She says, it's getting repossessed. She said, you wouldn't believe how many cars get repossessed out of here. And I was really surprised by that. But as I learned more, as I was in the neighborhood longer, I learned that there are people who are so desperate for a certain kind of life or lifestyle or what they think is success that they'll go deeply into debt to have it. Yeah. And, and to me, it's like, wow, mortgaging your soul. I mean, it's not just when I say deeply into debt, I, and I think for what, excuse me, for a car that costs a quarter of a million dollars and the quarter of a million, uh, let me just say, is the price of admission. You know, a tune-up on one of those cars is $2,500. Uh, you know, the tires on it, when you have to replace the tires, it's not, you know, they're not regular, The you know, the average tire that you put on the average car. You know, getting a new set of tires can be $10,000. So, the the big amazing house that you have to have the the big la la fancy car that you have to have why why do you have to have it is it because it's so fun to drive i get that my husband's a car guy he's he's not into being showy at all he and you know from the time he was a little boy i think maybe every italian little boy wants to grow up and have a ferrari and i get that i do but there are you know some people want whatever kind of car they want because they want to pull up at the light and look over and see the person in the normal regular car looking over like drooling at this car. And I think to myself, wow, for a two second interaction at a light, you're willing to swim in debt and feel the pressure of, I have to make more money. I have to make more sales. I have to take a second job. I have to, because why? Because I have to make this car payment. I mean, that's way too much pressure for a two second little interaction of, you know, some lady at a light looking at your fancy car and looking at you. She doesn't want you. <laughs> she's not going to marry you. She's not going to be there in your last moments, holding your hand by the, you know, at your, at your bedside. Uh, why, why do some people chase these things? It's, yeah. it's not it's crazy. real. It isn't real. And I mean, you know, you think of the chase and then it's like, okay, I chase after these things. And I think that's really where our heart is. Is it how you want to appear to others? You know, I'm chasing this feeling of, you know, having the happiness and I have this or I'm chasing the money or I'm chasing, um, you know, some big thing, title. And I'm thinking, I always want to wonder, and that's what we hope to encourage people is, am I doing this for the way I appear to others? I mean, is that what it is? Like you said, you're at the light and someone looks over and sees your car. That appearance of that is going to drive the rest of my life and fulfill me. That isn't what does it. 
that isn't success. No. You know, even if someone's like, oh, that's a great car, you know, a, a statement from someone, an appearance, because, you know, you and I both know, I mean, women struggle with this all the time. You know, I mean, we change from 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60. I mean, all these things change. And what cost do we go to as our appearance is physically changing? But I think there is often in culture an appearance that people want to have and others are chasing this perceived appearance, you know, of this is how this person appears. And then, like you said, they're swimming in debt and the car is being taken away by the tow truck. That's the reality. That's not what somebody saw five miles from the house. And is that going to sustain you in the feeling that you're successful? Because there's a cost. And I think, you know, it's so important to encourage people, you know, it isn't about how you appear to others. That is not success. That's exactly right. Uh, Real, authentic, genuine success. Let's talk about what that really is, because we're, we're talking about what it's not, but real success Oh, I mean, it's healthy relationships with really good people. I mean, instead of spending two hours on the freeway getting all stressed out about who's looking at their phone, who's stoned and driving on the freeway, you know, at 40 miles an hour in in a 55 or 65, you know, and then you have your other people who are late and they're driving 85 in a 55. I mean, it's very stressful. Do you want to spend your, you know, time uh, doing something that's really stressful in order to maintain that chase toward that thing that's not real anyway? Or would you rather take the time and invest it in nurturing relationships with the people, the human beings who are in your life, who are important to you? That's I mean, to me, that's the number one uh, way to measure real success. Do you have healthy relationships with good people? It's having a sense of peace. And you can't, I mean, there's no peace in that crazy chase. The, The chase mimics or counterfeits the good feeling of being in the middle of your purpose, doing what you were made to do. When we're doing what we were built to do, whatever that is, uh, there's a peace that comes along with it. There's a contentedness that comes along with that. That peace and contentedness and the joy that comes along with it, that facilitates the good relationships right so when we're when we're peaceful when we're joyful when we're smiling when we're you know in the middle of doing what we were made to do and we're so good at it we're just genius at it it's kind of like not a big deal for us to be who we were meant to be we don't have to beg god to to you know help us be good at this thing because we were made to be outrageously fabulous at the thing for which he matched us, right? So there isn't stress involved with that. 
there's there's maybe maybe there's ambition to be the our best that we could possibly be maybe there's drive maybe there's tenacity involved maybe there's courage involved i don't know but all of those things together going toward the finding and fulfilling of that thing that we were made to do born to do the 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 fake chase over here toward the smoke and mirror thing that's not real anyway that is is a counterfeit of this real um, movement toward our purpose. Does that make sense? It sure does. It really does. And I mean, I think it's really hard. I think there are seasons in our lives where you know, we have to do jobs for a short time to get where we need to get, you know, and there's a lot of circumstances that affect it. But you know, I was thinking about what you said when you said someone's driving home on the freeway and taking an extra two hours and their relationships are suffering, their children, their spouse, whatever, you know, mom that lives with them or whatever it is. And everybody's waiting with bated breath for you to get home. Is it worth it to compromise our relationships for that so-called success? You know, and then we just build more and more aloneness, you know, and separation from the, the relationships God's created us to be in. I think that's really powerful. You know, so I, I think you're so right, Rhonda. I mean, we, the chase and, and the hype and the mirrors, and we're just boring people. Please pray and seek God's purpose because God's purpose, it won't be easy, but it will be easier than chasing something that is not what we, you know, I mean, when you're finding and when I've been, when I live in my purpose, when a conflict comes, it's solvable over time and with a good strategy. It's not like I feel like I'm drowning. But when you're not in your purpose and a problem comes, you're drowning. You know what I mean? Or if I don't have good people around me, I'm drowning. You know, and so we're really encouraging people not to drown in the chase, not to drown in the hype. And as we look at other people without envy. You know, and thinking, oh, I need to have that because they do. That's what we're encouraging people to really believe God for what he has for them. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I I would just add to that, you know, because you and I have been around the sun a few more times maybe than, than some of our listeners. And I think, okay, let's talk about where this ends. Let's talk about where this is going. You and I have had conversations before about, you know, just generally speaking in life, looking ahead and seeing what you can predict. Like, where's this going? How is this going to wind up? Now, we don't have a crystal ball and we don't know the future, but there are some things that we can know. And in fact, if something is predictable, then that means it is preventable. So, and that like the easiest example that comes to my mind about that is that, you know, if somebody has um, a problem drinking too much alcohol, I'm not going to say alcoholic because gosh, I hate labels. Um, And I think that God can heal people entirely. I'm not, I'm, I don't buy into the whole, um, let's just have this label on our heads for the rest of our lives. I love disabling the labels with, uh, and I think we can do that with with our healer, our savior, our redeemer, our Jesus. 
Um, but if we think about somebody who has an issue with alcohol going to a bar, I don't, I mean, for some people, I don't even have to finish that sentence. I mean, I was raised by an alcoholic and an addict. And, and so I'm very well aware, you know, if you have, if that is a temptation for you and you go someplace where there's a lot of drinking going on and it would be very easy for you to drink, but you're not going there to drink. You're going there to meet your friend and just, you know, uh, catch up or whatever. You haven't seen your friend for a while, but this is where you choose, not Starbucks. You choose the bar. Um, then it's predictable. It's not that hard of a stretch, long of a stretch to imagine winding up having a glass of wine or whatever. Oh, it's just one. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, I haven't seen her in eight years. I, you know, you could come up with 89 different justifications and rationalizations. This is my point. If it's predictable, like somebody with an alcohol problem going to a bar, then it's preventable. Don't go to the bar. Meet at Denny's, meet at Starbucks, meet in the park, go anywhere but the bar. Right. So, so I would say back to what are you chasing? Are you really after fulfilling God's purpose for your life? Okay, then God's going to have the answers and the direction on that. Or are you fulfilling, I don't know, vain ambition? Are you fulfilling... Are you trying to chase after popularity? Are you trying to chase after money? Are you trying to chase after um, power? Really be honest and ask yourself, what are you chasing? And then ask yourself the $64,000 question. Where is this going? Mm -hmm. Where does this end? How does it end? Because I'm going to tell you, if it's not God's purpose for your life, it doesn't end well. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It never does. And I'm saying that because I know, I know people who are billionaires with a B. There's, there are two people I know, two men I know, who are both billionaires. They both worked very, very hard. They both came from absolutely nothing, and they built it themselves. Um, not saying it's not a judgment statement about either of these people, but to emphasize where's it going that what you get the, the bottom line on, on your financial saying that you're a billionaire is not necessarily the fulfillment of purpose. These mm -hmm. two men, one is alone, very unhappy, very sad, physically ill, emotionally sad. This, it's just a sad thing. And surrounded by um, all the things that we chase. Okay. Amazing cars in the garage that he can't drive anymore. Amazing everything. 
and and no peace, no joy. I don't know about the relationships. The other man followed God's plan for his life, prayed every day, still prays every day, um, reads the word every day, and he followed God right through to the fulfillment of a remarkable purpose. Mm. And he's a billionaire. And he uses his money to help other people. He's done really remarkable things. And here's the measurement of real success. Um, his marriage is amazing. I think they've been married for 50 plus years. I don't know how long they've been married, but it's wonderful. Amazing relationships with uh, a lot of people in his life. Complete peace. Joy. A sense of wellness. He's physically well, even in his older years. So it's a stark contrast. We can chase the wrong things and end up lonely end up feeling empty, end up feeling used. Because frankly, there are a lot of people who want to be around you, uh, want to be part of your life when you have the money. And and yeah. the parties at your house, you know. And, uh, but when you are, when you're chasing God's purpose for your life and you're listening to him, I always say, pray, listen, act, repeat. So when you pray, you act on the leading of the Holy Spirit. Even if it's seemingly inconsequential, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, whatever it is, do it. Right. If you do that every single day of your life, then you're taking 365 steps towards God's purpose every single year. And every year that you live, you're that much closer and that much closer and that much closer. Don't measure success by the year-making model of your car for crying out loud. <laughs> crying out loud, right? Or your zip code or the kind of handbag you carry and the shoes that you wear. That is just complete nonsense. All of that stuff is going to wind up in the junk heap, you know? The car will wind up in the wrecking yard at some point in human history. All right. That's not success. That isn't success. And you're carrying it with you. So, Rhonda, I think we, you know, hopefully encourage people today. You know, I mean, what to identify. Wow. You know, because I've looked at my own life and thought, Jenny, what are you chasing? You know, are you chasing something? And, you know, our podcasts come from our heart places we've been, places we've seen. And that's why we want to add value to people's lives and saying, don't chase an emotion. Don't chase money. Don't chase a title if it's not God's will and God's perfect, perfect plan for you, because it really does exist. <laughs> he has a great one. And when you're in it, you're in it. Absolutely. And when you're not, when you're chasing something else, you're completely distracted from God's perfect purpose for your life. 
and not to get creepy or weird or whatever, but you know, Jesus said we have an enemy who came to kill, steal, and destroy. And if we're chasing the wrong things, to me, that's a win for the enemy. Yeah. Because if we were all doing what God created each of us to do, the world would be such a better place. We would, each of us, have our own version of real success if we're all living God's purpose for our lives. And, and to the extent that we take a step off of that path, uh, we diminish the fulfillment of God's plan, purpose and plans for our lives. So, okay, everybody, um, I hope that you'll share this with a friend. If, if you know somebody who's going 100 miles an hour in what you think is the wrong direction, please share this. I hope you'll subscribe and come back every week. We'd love to hear from you. Go to rhonda.org, click on subscribe, and there's a place there where you can send us a message, send a question, send something you want to talk about. Uh, there's a way that you can actually join us on the podcast if you'd like to do that. We'd love to have you do that. So we'll see you again next week, and um, we hope to hear from you. Hey, you. Yes, you. I think you're awesome. And if you're not sure about that, then I want you to have a copy of my book, How to Get to Awesome, 101 Ways to Find Your Best Self. I want you to have it so badly that right now I have it offered on my website with free shipping for half off. It is only $6.48. Go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, click on books and get yourself a copy of How to Get to Awesome. Does your life feel like a roller coaster that never comes to a stop? Are you exhausted? Are you just completely over it? If that's how you feel, you're probably not living in the sweet middle of your purpose. Jenny and I want to help you find it. I hope that you'll go to my website, rhonda.org, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G. Click on events and find a Find Your Purpose Christian Women's Retreat and join us. Now, this is not a great big fill the stadium kind of event. This is an intimate event. There are a limited number of spaces and that is by design. Because this is about you and the other like-minded women who join us on this journey toward really finding and living God's good purpose for our lives. Because when you do that, you get a sense of peace and contentedness that you just can't get any other way. Thanks for joining us at the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. Listen, we do this for you. It's all about helping you live the purpose that you were born to live. Because when you do that, you get the peace and joy and good relationships that you strive to have. 
This is real success. So we hope that you'll share this with a friend, subscribe, and come back and see us next week. And we would love to hear from you. Go to findyourpurposenow.org. Thank you.